0: Been too long. Right there.
1: Uh, Electric Bicycle is the people who make it. This is an atomic jam raspberry sour. Sticking with the sours, sir. Smells like raspberry jam. Jam! I love jam. It's funny how we didn't have a draft uh preview episode, but this episode is actually gonna be about the draft.
0: Yeah. Hilarious. And now a draft review. And a first episode to get a preview of the upcoming season. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> Technically, I guess this might be the start of season two. Or is this still like season one? How would that do that if I did that? We did that?
0: I don't know. It was not the way I was thinking.
1: It's true. Maybe we'll leave it up to the people. They can actually interact with us on Twitter
0: and yes, maybe. Instagrams. Well, first of all, let's just acknowledge the that we're no longer together. No. So no. Yeah, you know, I was separated by many miles and it is sad, but it's back to the next of things. in Canada, I'm in America, and, uh...
1: Just like... Poor David.
0: <laughs> Woo!
1: That was a good one. Alright. Who won the draft?
0: K E T S yes, yes, yes. They got the sauce. They got the sauce. J-E-G-S, yes, sauce. Oh, blame. Let's go here. We're not going to talk about him today. He's a defensive player. As were, like, the vast majority of the players that were actually good in this draft. Either them are offensive linemen, which is, for fantasy, fairly irrelevant. Whatever. We're still going to talk about them a
1: little bit because the draft is a draft. And because, you know... My boy Stingley went out number two or three in the draft, and uh, fuck you. That's what I have to say to that.
0: I think Sauce Guard is better, but we'll see. I mean, time will tell. They're both on shit teams, so.
1: Yeah, both the teams, or both the teams, you know.
0: That's what you get when you get a high draft pick, right? That's the pro and the con. The pros, you get a high draft pick, and you get more money. The con is you're going to a shit team. That's why they have a high draft pick.
1: You know who definitely so, didn't win the draft? Who? Carolina Panthers.
0: Mm, yeah, I know you're very critical of the Panthers' decision uh, on. Well, like, yeah, why?
1: I don't. I don't understand any of it. It doesn't make any fucking goddamn sense to me whatsoever. They need a quarterback. Did they not understand they needed a quarterback? Clearly not in the first round, the second round.
0: My hear th- Baker Mayfield. No way. It might be in your fields. We'll see. It's possible. Uh, anyway, I actually did my prep this episode. Unlike Corey, uh, I'm ready for this episode, ready to go. How do you know that I'm, I'm not
1: ready? What do you mean, fucking, I didn't do any prep when I'm not ready? Just because it, just because it didn't I'm cram before the actual episode doesn't mean it didn't prep, you douche, can you?
0: Well, I watched the draft of this first round of it. Uh, and. I'm going to highlight 10 players uh, that you should know going into next season. All right Now, it's easy Ten players to pick. These were the first 10 offensive players that were not linemen. I'm going to rip all playing.
1: these apart, and I'm excited for this.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. I was actually expecting to do so. I was, I'm going to talk about why they might be relevant, and you can talk about why they suck. Well, I'm glad that we're doing a top
1: 10 list. We might be the first top 10 list of the year. Let's go.
0: Okay, this is not an order. This is the order that they were drafted in. It's not the order of how they should be drafted in the upcoming draft of your fantasy or dynasty draft. Uh, by any means, this is just the order they were drafted in real life. And that's the only way I decided this. So, first seven picks, all different players are linemen. Uh, so, basically, in terms of fantasy football, the real NFL draft started at the eighth overall pick with wide receiver Drake London out of USC going to the Falcons. Now, Drake London is 6'4", so my height, very large guy. He did not run the 40 at the Combine, uh, so we don't know quite how fast he is officially. Uh, but who cares? He's 6'4", end zone target. Now, interesting here, the pro comparison was a throwback. Ready for this one? I want you to finish it before sure you don't spit it out. Ed McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's father who played for the Giants I believe 49th Street one year and then most of the Broncos most of his career uh, back in the 90s, early 1000s. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. It just seems like a weird comparison because like, you would think there's more relevant recent comparisons to make for a big 6'4 guy. But yeah. My take with Dr. is, first of all, he's actually got first, you know, fancy little guy taken on the real draft. So you have to look at him in the late rounds. And all these people are, I'm just going to say, are late round sleepers. There's no one here that taken early in the draft by any means. I'm not confident in any of these rookies for this upcoming season. If you have a dynasty league, that's a different story, because in a dynasty league, you are just drafting, really, the rookies uh, that year, uh, just to fill out your rest of your team in uh, upcoming years, and then these players are a little more relevant to so pay attention to. If you're in normal league, then uh, these players are just sleepers where you might want to grab like one of them maybe late in the draft just to see if they do anything this year. You never know when you get a Jamar Chase, right? It's not the norm, but it can happen once or twice a season. So, Drake is one of those guys where Falcons, not a great quarterback situation. You got Mariota, right? Like, so I'm not confident in their in their receiving situation, their quarterback situation, their passing game overall. But at six four, if it was to catch touchdowns, it's gonna be him in the offense because I th- we I think we both agree that they're uh, now second year tight end. Kyle Pitts is a little overrated, uh, which I think is actually an unpopular take. I think a lot of people like him. Uh, because he actually had a better season than I think we give him credit for in his rookie year. He did have a thousand yard season. And as a rookie tight end, which is unusual. But
1: I'm not even I, I'm not even indulging that stupidity with a response.
0: There's a lot of people who may have the take, i am just saying. I'm not saying I have that take. But I was I'm just kidding kidding. The kind of the point. Well, the many Uh-oh. people are
1: fucking idiots. That is a stupid yeah. take that is a stupid take. just because you racked up yards doesn't mean shit. How many touchdowns yeah. did he get all fucking year long? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. fucking tell me, yeah, so all those people are fucking idiots, Complete yeah. fucking idiots. Maybe they're the fucking scouting team for the Carolina Panthers,
0: yeah. So the most interesting is we don't wait too long for more wide receivers. We get three in a row uh within the next few picks. Uh so first Garrett Wilson from Ohio State goes to the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets. Yes. Uh he is six feet tall, right at four uh, three eight, uh which is decent. You know, not not like crazy fast, but it's very solid. Um you know, anything, like, like anything under 4-3 at this point is crazy fast. 4-3 to 4-4 four four is very solid speed. 4-4 four four and above is not really great for wide receiver, in my opinion.
1: What's your 40-yard dash time to the fridge?
0: Huh. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good in the fridge. Um, And then for leagues that give you points for returning, uh, Gary Wilson is someone who can do uh, returns. Uh, So, he might have that role for the Jets this upcoming year. Um, Weirdly enough, they did not give him a pro comparison at all. So, I guess he defies comparison. That's how good he is.
1: I'm pretty Um, sure there's one out there. You just couldn't find it. You uh, did not clearly prepare for this.
0: uh, Oh, no. I I just looked at NFL.com. So, I'm saying on NFL.com, they did not give him a pro comparison. I'm sure other sites gave him a pro comparison. But NFL.com did not. So... Everyone else on NFL.com had a pro comparison, and so I thought it was interesting. Anyway, um, the next pick, 11th pick overall, because that was 10th, another Ohio State receiver goes. Back-to-back picks which is interesting. Chris Olave, apparently is how it's pronounced, uh, goes to the Saints. Another six-foot guy, just a tad slower at 439, so they're about the same speed. Uh, so they are. Similar in that sense, similar height, similar speed. His, uh, for comparison was Terry McLaurin, which is pretty solid. He's a good wide receiver in fantasy. So, if uh, Lave lives up to that comparison, then I think Sansa will be pretty happy with getting him at 11 overall and it's traded up for that pick. Uh, so obviously, they were pretty big on him and uh, and
1: they need some they, help over there in their receiving core, big time. Big time, because yeah. Michael Thomas is definitely not going to be there for long.
0: Yeah, right. Um, and who knows what they'll be him in this season. I mean, he's a total wild card right now.
1: I'm surprised they didn't sign OBJ.
0: Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be interesting, actually. Then going to the Lions in the next pick, 12th overall, because there's three receivers in a row here, and, James Williams out of Alabama. To be fair. Yeah.
1: This is the wide receiver that has the most chance of having a criminal record out of the three, if I were to take a bet. Alabama uh, no, no, no. wide receivers, fucking on the money. I'll put that one on the board. Jameson Williams, going to be a criminal before Garrett Olson and Chris Olave. Put it on the board. And London, me to see? Oh, man. I mean, with a name like Drake London, I just I can't even take that guy seriously. So... I mean, yeah, he's not hard at all. We already know there's already one Drake and he's a little bitch. So I'm not mm-hmm. even considering him uh, at that. But these three picks right in here Jameson William, Jameson Williams, sir, you're going to be the first one we see a shot of.
0: Ooh, okay. Well, six point and a half. Didn't run a 40 because he had an ACL tear in the year. Might have been the beginning of the season potentially, uh, but he has a lot of potential apparently. <laughs> Um. Also, as someone who has ability to be a factor in the return game. Um. Yeah, so this is definitely part guess. of the
1: Detroit Lions winning the draft here, kids. The Detroit Lions fucking hauled in. They did a really, really good job. This guy's, I think. I don't I hear Drake London's good, but he plays out of USC. So, like again, I can't take him seriously. I can't remember the last USC receiver. I guess Keyshawn Johnson. Might be the last USC receiver that actually did really really well in the pros. So yeah,
0: I don't know. I like I like the, just I like the pedigree. The Who? just because ACL tear? I probably wouldn't take him in a normal draft this year, but in a dynasty draft, he might be the most valuable of them. Yeah, so. fight man,
1: you're talking like fucking ACL tears are like in the fucking nineties, man. ACL tears are nothing anymore. That went from a career-ending injury to like, yo man, I'll be back in nine months. So. I don't yeah, think in that's the a end thing. of the
0: season. I think, right? So that's the only issue. If I'm
1: in a dynasty draft, I'm I'm stashing that motherfucker for sure. Oh no, I'm saying
0: if he's in a dynasty, one of the most valuable the ones we've talked about.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll stash him, but I mean, he's definitely the first convict off the board. But he, I'll stash him.
0: Yeah. Um, the pro comparison was Will Fuller, which is interesting. Another guy gets injured a lot, um, but is great when he's on the field.
1: Next one is the best receiver in the entire fucking draft by a mile. I think he's the best offensive player in the top fucking twenty here for sure.
0: Really, you think this? Yeah, 100%. John Dotson of yeah. the Cumbuckets. Yeah, yeah, Cumbuckets. Uh, fucking City.
1: man, the Cumbuckets knocked one out of the park on this one. This guy is a fucking John Dotson's a fucking
0: beast. He's a little short, five eleven, but four forty three. Not the fastest guy either. Can, can turn though. The comparison was Emmanuel Sanders, which is a great comparison. If you can be Emmanuel Sanders for the next decade, great. He's gonna you be got, a so beast he some fast seasons.
1: Unfortunately, he's got Carson, no talent went thrown to him for the beginning of the year, but Jahan Dotson is the best wide receiver in this entire draft class over here.
0: Well, what I'm thinking is thinking of the slot guy though for this, obviously at 5'11, right? Like so if you're he's the slot beast. guy on that team. Beast then that's kind of who Carson Wentz has to 30 because Carson Wentz isn't the best quarterback, so you have to almost rely on that slot guy a little more, right? True, though. As opposed to, like, Terry McLaren will be, like, doubled probably on the outside. Whoever the number two receiver is uh will be very ineffective. Uh, and John Dawson might be actually the leading receiver as the slot guy on offense. So, yeah, I think you're right. He might be wanting to make a really immediate impact. It might be interesting as yeah, they Pick this year.
1: Good. He's going to be like, good. But, uh, yeah, I like him a lot.
0: Now, this is the next one's very interesting. 18th overall, this is a trade where the team that picked here at 18th traded their top wide receiver. Away for a guy who is compared to their top wide receiver. The Titans traded AJ Brown away to the Eagles of all fucking teams. And they picked Traylon Burks of Arkansas 6'2, 455. Um you know, for which is not great. Uh, but his comparison is AJ Brown, which is hysterical. So, they basically got a cheaper version of AJ Brown, essentially, is what the draft guys are saying, like, which is.
1: Yeah, Tennessee is cheap. They've never fucking paid anybody yeah. ever. Yeah,
0: which I don't, I don't think that pays off for them either immediately or in the long run unless This guy really ends up is comes better than AJ Brown, but we'll see. AJ Brown's pretty good.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, uh, I'll probably just pay AJ Brown and like, not done that trade, but whatever. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I don't understand what the upside is on that one, but, you know, people were really desperate for the wide receivers. Once they started going off the board, people started getting very irrational. Yeah.
0: So, again, that's one, two, three, four, five, six wide receivers. The first 18 picks, right? Yeah. That's that's a lot.
1: Most in uh, draft history.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then the only other player in – the first round that you should know, uh, and this is someone who is not going to be picked in a normal draft this year, but a dynasty draft should be picked. No, uh, and that's no. Kenny Pickett of the Steelers coming out of Pittsburgh, 20th overall, six three, four thirty three, which is not bad for a quarterback. That's not that's not slow. Why, why,
1: why, why would you draft? Why would you draft him? Why would you draft the him? Dynasty
0: yes. Cuz would probably be a large starter of the Steelers, I think.
1: So, it's like drafting a true biscuit out of the fucking gate. You have no idea what's going to happen. I would definitely not I would not waste a dynasty pick unless I am I'm am, man, I got to be in I'll go for
0: the dynasty first, certainly.
1: I This is not the first quarterback that you're taking in a dynasty draft. If you're yeah. taking this guy in this, this is the first quarterback you're taking in the dynasty draft like what happened here in real life, you, I I mean, you're a donation. You're a fucking donation.
0: No. Yes! Do Kenny Pickett is comparison. not that good! NFL.com comparison for comparison. They wrote, quote, Adulted princes in prime years. and princes. End quote.
1: And you want to continue to tell me that this guy's worth a pick?
0: Not a normal draft, but a dynasty draft. I don't see how you don't pick pick it ever because in dynasty. He's
1: maybe the third quarterback to come off, and just why would you even bother? That guy is not going to be a professional quarterback.
0: Maybe we'll see.
1: Oh no, this guy's not going to be a professional quarterback. I don't even think he makes it through his rookie deal in Pittsburgh. Put it on the board. Let's go. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that option year? No, no bueno's. Like this guy is not. No, Nope. no. And we see his cap
0: doesn't have fifth year option picked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, no chance. I'd love to see him make it fucking out of two years out of there. Yeah, fuck it. Kenny Pickett isn't going to last two years as a Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. It doesn't last two years. Two years. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's all on the board.
1: Fuck you, Kenny Pickett.
0: Then... There are three players that came off in the early second round that I want to highlight as well. And these three guys, I'm actually even more excited about than some of the first-round players, honestly. First, the only wide receiver I want to highlight in second round, even though a lot of wide receivers went off in the second round. From North Dakota State, Christian Watson going to the Packers. Now, this guy is 6'4". Four thirty-six can receive and return and rush. So he, you know, is one of these triple threat kind of guys. Um a la like a Debo Samuel or quarterball Patterson. Uh, I guess I
1: should have guessed
0: that one. You should have guessed that one.
1: Why did it take the Packers until the second round? They're their third pick of the draft. They had yeah. two first round draft picks, and they did. I guess it's okay because Christian Watson was the only receiver taken in the second round. Right? No, no, there was no. a lot of
0: receivers well, in the second round, but he All was right. the well, Fuck, one. He was fuck Green Bay even more. He was the thirty fourth overall pick, so he's you know they traded up to get him. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, but he's big. He's fast. And there is no one else on that fucking team for Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball to. So I like this guy as a late-round pick for this year just because who else is Aaron Rodgers going to throw to? And this guy's again, big and fast. So he's just going to be forced to step up, and he's either going to make it or he's not going to do immediately. Like, you're going to know very quickly this guy's anything worthwhile, I think, um, because he just has to step up on the basis of there being no one else on that receiving core. So, that's my take on Christian Watson. And then, the only, so there was no running backs taken in the first round, no running backs taken in the third round, only two running backs taken in the second round. So, in the first few days, only two running backs taken. And I like both of them as late-round picks as well. Um, And not as much in dynasty rounds, because I don't, think they're going to necessarily be there long term but for this year, they might be relevant. Over the next couple of years it might be relevant. I uh, still don't think it'll be like very long term necessarily. Uh, so the first one was 36 overall just trade up uh, to get Brees Hall out of Iowa State. If
1: somebody seriously takes Kenny Pickett over Brees Hall in a Dynasty draft Woof. No. Woof. Yeah. I was going to point that oh, out. Yeah. Brees Hall's a beast, I mean. for starters. It, his professional comparison, I know this guy, his professional comparison is a discount Jonathan Taylor.
0: Really? I have a different one for you. This is, well, mine's a little bit more of a throwback. Uh, slightly, not like a way throwback, but... Uh, so anyway, this guy's 5'11", pretty big uh, for running back. Uh, 439, decent speed. Uh, comparison that NFL.com made... Matt Forte. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I think this guy could be actually good for the Jets. Uh, immediately this season, he might be their starter day one. So, of all the guys in this draft, this probably is the guy I would draft first in the, in the fantasy draft, actually. This is the guy I like the most. Um, more than the more was honestly, is this guy might be immediately relevant as a starter. Cause I mean, Drake really London's going
1: way. to be because Atlanta doesn't have anybody, uh, your jets don't have anybody. So Garrett Wilson's going to start. Yeah. Chris Olave's probably going to start in New Orleans. Jameson Williams definitely going to start in Detroit if he doesn't do anything done beforehand. John Hahn-Dotson is definitely starting. Traylon Burks has to because literally nobody left yeah. in Tennessee. So,
0: Kenny Pickett won't start, though. So? Not immediately, at least. They're going to start Trubisky first, I'm sure. A
1: half a season?
0: Maybe. We'll see. It depends on how they he's do. going to
1: get smoked, and then they're going to look like idiots.
0: Yeah. Watson has to start. They're all, yeah, all of us here are going to start, but, like, I think Brees Hall as starting running back has more value then the running, then the bar sewers do inherently, like immediately, just because running backs are hard to come by. And Bruce Hall's going to go late, as is, I think. I don't think Bruce Hall's going to go that early because he's on the Jets and people don't know who he is yet necessarily. So I think he's going to be drafted. Uh, like, I don't think he's going to be going the first couple rounds. Like, he probably will be going in the next few years uh, if he has a good rookie season. So um, he's one of those guys where if you're in a keeper league, especially, uh, he's one to keep an eye on because he's one of those guys who might be worth, uh, picking up because he might be a lot more viable going forward than he is this year in terms of the draft spot. Um, and then the other running back who only went five spots later, uh, who's interesting and also has an interesting kind of throwback for comparison that you I'm sure won't like. Uh, Kenneth Walker III went to the Seahawks. Hi, Brooke.
1: Hello, Brooke. Uh,
0: out of Michigan State, 5'9", uh, so a little bit shorter, 4'3", 4.38, uh, so slightly faster, barely. Uh, for comparison, Willie Parker. Remember that guy? Steelers? Yep. Yeah. Um, and
1: he broke his leg a couple of times.
0: Yeah. Uh I like this guy the Steeler, uh, Sorry, that's the Parker. Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are a team that often I feel like have the running backs injured. So this guy probably isn't not, probably not gonna be the day one starter, but I could very see very easily see him starting four to eight games this season just because of other guys getting injured. Uh, and being fantasy relevant for parts of the season. And depending on which parts, he might be relevant for the right parts, you know, aka later in the season, potentially. Um, it's where this guy might come on. And so, if that's the case, I uh, could definitely see this guy being a valuable late-round flyer, a sleeper pick. Uh, not nearly as valuable as of all just because of the situation, I think um because we saw i think as a clearer path to being day one starter right now but um walker definitely could to have some viable games this year But well, those are the two running backs i think might be viable this year and of course there's always gonna be the like random like undrafted rookie that like just like comes off like because of injury comes off the bench and just like takes off and they're not even considering right now but these were the guys who drafted pretty early in the draft that, you know, you should pretty much know if you want to be sort of fancy savvy coming into this year. And, of course, certainly if you're in a, you know, if you are in a dynasty league, these are 10 guys whose names you need to know. Even if you don't draft Kenny Pickett, as uh, Corey would recommend you don't, um, you still need to know who that guy is. I guess someone's got to draft him. Uh, but... These are the top 10 offensive players that were not linemen uh, taken in the NFL draft. So, easy list to make. Uh, It's not like I did anything special there. But I think just because of the situations they're all in, um, any of them might become relevant at any point this season and might just sort of take off. And you really don't know who it's going to be, honestly. Like, it could be any of them. So um some have a better shot than others i like honestly the second round guys watson is in a great situation with rogers where rogers is known as fucking 30 when these guys big and fast and might just end up being fucking good uh even though he came from a small school like hey sometimes the small school guys work out uh and end up being better than some of the bigger school guys and these two running backs might be something special potentially um you never know so Stone just got second rounders just because they weren't first rounders.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, I have nothing really to add on it. I know it's uh it's gonna be a very interesting preseason and kind of just seeing where they fit in. And um I wanna give honorable mention to uh the Buffalo Bills for trading up and swapping picks with the Baltimore Ravens. And picking up the boy, Kyrie Elam, that dude's a fucking monster over on the corner. So the Bills just got a whole hell of a lot nastier on defense, which is good, because they clearly couldn't play defense last year, and that cost them going to the Super Bowl. So yeah. Kyrie Elam is a monster, and that was a really good pick by the Buffalo Bills for the swap. And uh, Yeah, I uh, Cowboys breakdown, I mean, whatever. It. Uh, I guess we needed another lineman? I don't know. I don't I'm even know. He was
0: overdrafted though. I, I saw a lot of people think he was overdrafted.
1: Yeah, but, like, it doesn't really matter. It might be overdrafted for their boards because they don't need that person in that role. But, you know, it uh, we like to draw, draft offensive linemen, apparently. And, yeah, uh, yeah it doesn't end. So, yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to see it done differently. But, you know, what are you going to do? Tell the Joneses what, how to actually do football? Yeah, sure. That's true. Sure.
0: Um, in terms of another trade uh, involving the Ravens, the Ravens sent the man who can only cash horizontally, Hollywood Brown, uh, to the Cardinals, interestingly enough.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty interesting trade.
0: And even more interestingly, now DeAndre Hopkins is out for six games due to a PED suspension. Uh, so now for six games, Brown's going to be the top receiver theoretically on the offense. Could uh, be interesting. Be yeah, interesting his draft
1: stock just shot up for sure. Yeah, 90%. for sure. Yeah, even if he plays second fiddle for the rest of the year, like fantasy seasons are shorter, right? So yeah. you basically need a good 10 weeks out of them. Six of those are going to be the number one receiver. Bingo, bongo, bango. Really? Yeah. All you got to do is be healthy, which is the ultimate curse of fantasy football. So, On the other
0: hand, I mean, Senator Hopkins' stock went way down, which means he's a value pick now almost because he'll be available for the fantasy playoffs directly. And he could be. A value there potentially, uh, if he drops to the and
1: if he's healthy, right? we never know. he's um, definitely one of the big wild cards for sure. He cannot stay healthy,
0: yeah. Uh, so that was an interesting trade as well, besides the one you mentioned, besides the AJ Brown trade, uh, happened at the draft. So, those a, a few trades that were particularly interesting. Um, yeah,
1: I agree.
0: My Giants got a a great offensive tackle in Evan Neal out of Alabama. Really solid guy. Giant, giant human being, Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, So, I I like that pick. He's probably going to be our our starting right tackle, looks like, uh, day one. And uh, that helps, you know, Daniel Jones, helps Saquon Barkley. Hopefully, they're able to improve their game. Dylan Jones did not have his fifth-year option picked up, so he's on a prove-it deal now, essentially, where this year will determine whether or not he has a future in the NFL, either with the Giants or with another team. I mean, if he lights up the season, he can either re-sign with the Giants or go to Fiendstein and get a big deal somewhere else. If he does nothing like he has basically for most of his career, at this point, um, he'll be at best backup, if not out of the league, after this year. Uh, so, we'll, we'll see what Donald Jones does now that the pressure is completely on him now. Uh, to perform or just fizzle out, basically. And, uh, same with Saquon Barkley, really. I mean, for the most part, Saquon Barkley is either going to stay healthy for a full season and lifter's his potential, or to get injured yet again. And his time giants will probably end up for the season as well. Uh, sadly enough, as the the sound effect says. Uh so I I think that Evan Hill is a good pick and uh Kevon Thiboneau, our new edge rusher, is also gonna be a beast early on. Um second round we also got for a receiver. I didn't mention him because not only was he out of the top ten of those offensive players that could be relevant, but I also don't think it's gonna definitely be relevant this season. Um in terms of fantasy drafts, um, for normal drafts at least. Maybe maybe uh he could say him in a dynasty draft, but in a normal draft I don't think he looked at um Robinson River, Wandale Robinson, I think his name is um Yeah. Yeah. He was the next actually offensive player taken uh, that I didn't mention, basically. But um, I know it was sad.
1: I wanted to rip on your
0: Giants on the Giants right now. Why Why? your team
1: sucks? That's why, David. They fucking suck. You had it coming.
0: Your mother had it coming.
1: Wow. Sorry, you had me coming. It's okay. At least my mother wasn't the leading wide receiver on the Bears. What? You don't remember that injury intro? I asked you who the leading wide receiver of the Bears was. No. And you answered Darnell Mooney, and I said, "No, your mother."
0: Yeah, I didn't know that now. Yeah. No, I, didn't remember. I remember that now but I forgot for that moment.
1: thanks everybody for listening to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast uh, not sure when the next one is but y'all seem to listen to it when it comes through anyway so follow us on the Twitter follow us on the Instagrams and uh, David will interact with you at this point in time there's also, there's also a discord so if you ask for it we'll shoot it to you that's the thing and
0: uh, We're asking ask any Truth, and maybe y'all, yeah, maybe y'all got a new Instagram or Uh, us Instagram. Now. I mean,
1: I, I hope it's you, it's definitely not going to be me,
0: especially since i got a password, so I don't know how to get you on. Like, like immediately, same day. that's in That's totally okay with me. Totally okay. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, go Cowboys! Go Fuck the Giants! Fuck the Jets! And Jets. They got
0: sauce. They got sauce.
1: man, Jerry Jones can't even die properly. You're getting car accident and he's okay chilling at Fuck, man. Fuck. Can't run a football team properly, can't die properly. What in the fuck
0: are you good for, Jerry? We could have the boss tip, actually. Cowboys' fan.
1: Oh, that'd be too good. Too good to be true. Alright, dude. Thanks, fan. Goodbye. Peace out.